And I love rental properties because it spits off cash flow. So cash flow is basically what's left over after you collect all the rent and you pay all of the bills, right? And it is really not that difficult for a property to cash flow four or even $500 on just a single family home with today's lending environment. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I'm your host, Chris Arnold. As always, excited that you guys are joining us today. Today's a special day because I have a very special guest with us. Uh, This guy who I'm about to introduce you to has been a close friend for a long time. He's a multiplier brother. He is a seasoned, seasoned real estate investor. And most importantly, he's the newest coach to Wholesaling Inc., who am I talking about? I'm talking about David Dodge. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. I'm doing great. I'm so excited. I can't wait to, to start helping as many people as possible and hosting and coaching and just having this opportunity, Chris. Thank you yeah. so much. Oh, man. We're excited to have you. I know anyone that's listening knows that uh, when we take a look at bringing a new coach onto the platform, uh, our mentality is very simple. It's two words, student first. We want coaches that love the success of our students more than they love their own success. And if you've ever coached with someone like that, which those are the coaches we have, like Lauren Hardy, Brent Daniels, you feel it, right? Because that is a different type of mentality. So David Dodge, obviously king when it comes to building a rental portfolio, particularly utilizing the Burr method. We've had a lot of requests for this from the tribe, the tribe coming in and saying, you know what? We want to learn how to build passive income. We want to be able to know that we can get out of the game at some point and not have to continue to do deals because we've created something that's going to pay us whether we are working or not. And so as we've listened to your feedback, we knew that the very next thing for you guys was the Burr Method. And we're about helping you do your first. It doesn't matter if it's your first wholesale deal doesn't matter if it's your first virtual deal, your first deal purchasing land, whatever it looks like. Uh, we're now here to help you do your first rental portfolio or add your first property to that. And we are going to lead you in that direction and help you become successful with it. So I'd like to get into a little bit of meat here, David Dodge. My favorite part. Let's do it. <laughs> so I was talking to David. I said, David, we're going to talk about Burr Method and we're really rolling you out. I don't want to talk so much about your coaching program. We'll touch a little bit on that. I want to talk about your passion. Oh, yeah. I want to know why you have built... How big is your rental portfolio? Uh, Right now, we have 88 doors. And how long have you been in the real estate game? I've been in the game almost 18. I'd say 17 years. I've been full-time for seven. Yeah. And man, you've done fix and flip, wholesale, you name it. And all these years, this is where you've landed. You have built everything to continue to strengthen this rental portfolio yourself. And I want to know why you're so passionate about it. So those that are listening, 
can really maybe open their eyes to you know what this might look like if they incorporate it into their overall business plan. So let's talk about the five things David Dodge loves about the Burr Method. You ready? I'm ready, man. Number one. All right. Number one. Yeah. It creates passive income that gets you off the transaction treadmill. Break this down for me. I love this transaction treadmill. Hmm. That's right. That's right. So, you know, whenever you're wholesaling deals, once you close a deal, you get paid. That's that's amazing, right? I love wholesaling. I love it. I love teaching people how to do wholesale deals. But the problem is, is that you have to start all over essentially, right? And I love rental properties because it spits off cash flow. So cash flow is basically what's left over after you collect all the rent and you pay all of the bills, right? And it is really not that difficult for a property to cash flow four or even $500 on just a single family home with today's lending environment. So, you know, if you just have one or two of these properties that are making you, let's say, $500 a month, that's that's $1,000. Like, I don't know about you, but like, that's a lot of money, right? Well, if you have 50 of these things, I mean, that's almost 20 grand, right? That's it's a lot of money. And the beautiful thing is, is that you don't have to necessarily be on this, like you said, Chris, this transaction treadmill. And again, trust me, I love marketing to sellers and doing wholesale deals. I'll never stop doing that. But the beautiful thing about rentals and cash flow is, is if I want to go on vacation for a month, which I don't, but if I wanted to, you know, I, I would be okay because there's cash flow coming in from these rental properties. So what I love what you said earlier is it removes you from having to do deals to a place of doing the deals because you want to. Talk about that because that's a that, very different drive. Isn't that cool? That is so cool. Yeah. So you know, whenever we we do a ton of marketing to motivated sellers, direct to seller. I mean, that's that's the name of the game. That's what wholesaling really, you know, it's for it's what it starts with. It's it's a marketing business. But now at this point, like if it's you know, I'm not chasing people around trying to get them to sell me a deal. I'm not going into the bad neighborhoods looking at deals just to get a deal. I can be more choosy and I can be more specific with my intentions. And at this point, all of the marketing that we do is for rental properties and a little bit of you know fix and flip. We do we have three going right now. We do a couple, but essentially we keep the best and we wholesale the rest, right? So anything that fits our buy box for for being a good rental or fix and flip, of course, we cherry pick. And that's really the progression that I would love to see this, you know, the audience do is like start with wholesaling, or if you want to start with rentals, that's fine too, by all means. Really, what I mean is start with direct to seller marketing, right? But when you get the great deals, you don't have to just wholesale them. You can cherry pick those deals and you can, you know, add those to your portfolio as rentals. And then, of course, number one was, was cash flow. And those rental properties will spit off income that cash flow. Yeah. And so for you, again, we're always transparent here at Wholesaling Inc. Talk about kind of where you have your rental portfolio income wise, if you don't mind sharing. Oh, not at all. I'm you were talking book. about like, hey, if someone was kind of doing one deal versus this, like just kind of the difference in position that you're in because of your rental portfolio versus someone that is just doing transactions. So yeah, so most of my portfolio, I would say probably 90 plus percent is on 20 year loans which means that the majority of them cash flow around 300 maybe 350 
Um, I do, I am pivoting more and doing 30 year loans. And that's where you get that 400 and that $500 a month in cash flow. So to answer your question, Chris, I'm an open book. I love sharing. I love helping people also be able to achieve financial freedom because that's, in my opinion, what rentals will, will ultimately do is they give you financial freedom. Um, I own over 60 single family homes and I also have roughly about 30 apartment units. And right now my portfolio spits off a healthy 18,000 every month. Now, once we get these, uh, we have about 20 apartments that we're, we're using the Burr method on and we're not going to have any of our own money in them at the end. It's, it's such an amazing strategy. Once we get through these, these next couple rehabs over, I'd say maybe about three, maybe four months, the passive income from the cash flow should be in excess of 22,000 a month. That's awesome. So someone could do a deal every single month, right? And make 15, 20,000 on a wholesale deal. For you, you said, well, if I didn't want to that month, I don't have to do a deal. I can do whatever I want. There's that freedom. Talk about that piece. Because that's yeah, so again, that, it's, that, that ability to know that you can just do that. You can yeah, that's, that's the beautiful thing. I mean, I still love doing deals. So I will, but I don't have to. And you know, I don't necessarily try to be at the office after five o'clock. I want to be home with my wife and hanging out with my friends. And and you know, again, I'm still doing marketing, I'm still doing deals, but I don't have to. I can turn it off. And if I do want to take a long trip or vacation, I'm not stressing the whole time that I'm gone, you know, because we have these rentals that they pay us every single month. And you know, it's it's essentially it's 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 also another tool, Chris, to get paid by your sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. If you are only getting paid from trading time for money, then how much time do you have? Right. But if you can build a business or a portfolio that pays you to be absent, well, then now you can create financial freedom. And for anybody listening that doesn't really understand fully financial freedom, let me just give you the simplest definition. If your passive income is at or above what it costs you to live every month, then you don't need to trade your time for money anymore. You don't need, like you can quit your job. You don't, maybe don't need, need a job. I do this full time because I'm trying to scale my passive income to 100K a month, 200K a month, right? So I got a ways to go. I'm just getting started, right? But again, you don't need to think that big necessarily if you are brand new. You can, you can do this with one or two properties. And if you want to scale it, I'm here to help. Yeah, I love it, man. So let's go to number two. That's <laughs> number one, solid, very, very intriguing, right? <laughs> Who doesn't want to be able to wake up every day and choose what they want to do? I think that's ultimately what freedom is, right? The ability mm-hmm. to choose. So number two, it creates leverage to expedite the growth of your organization. So talk about this. This is interesting. What you love. Yeah. About so so the, so really what we do at the end of the day is we buy assets. And we own and control assets. So again, if you're if you're unfamiliar with what an asset is, the simplest definition is is it is something that puts money in your pocket, you know, routinely. That could be monthly, it could be quarterly. So you know, a, a type of asset could be a piece of real estate, a rental property. It could also be a stock that you know pays a dividend. But the problem with the stock that pays a dividend is you have to have the money to buy it, right? And of course, you can use le- some leverage like margin. But you're not getting a multiplier. You're typically, you know, you put a hundred bucks in, maybe you can buy $160 worth of stock. That's not that exciting, right? I want to be able to buy a hundred thousand dollar piece of real estate with none of my own money. And that's the cool thing about leverage 
is you can leverage every step of the way. So just a couple you know, quick examples. I'm leveraging virtual assistants to help with my marketing. I'm leveraging private money and hard money lenders to buy my deals. I'm leveraging general contractors to rehab my deals. I'm leveraging property management companies to manage my deals. And then I'm leveraging bank financing or credit union financing to refinance my deals. And then I'm leveraging my team to be able to repeat this process. And not just one at a time, Chris, I have 15 going through my system right now. That's solid. Really solid. And leverage is huge. Leverage is what allows you to grow at a faster rate. Rather than taking step-by-step, plus, 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 you can go multiplication. Absolutely. And I personally don't know of any asset that you can buy with little to none of your own money. And that's the, that's the beautiful thing about rental property is, is you can do this and be all in in the end with none of your own money out of pocket. I mean, it's just truly amazing. You can't do that with stocks. You can't do that with bonds. You can't do that with any other asset class. You have to have capital to do it. And this model, you don't have to have a ton of capital. I love that about this. Yeah. And particularly, you know, for all of us, we go back to when we started the real estate game. Uh, you might be starting as you're listening now. We don't have money. We have time. Mm. And we have to spend that time in order to create money so that we can do the things, obviously, that cost money, like marketing, et cetera. But I love for those of us you know, that are listening, that are newer, like, you know what? I've got time right now and I don't have a lot of capital. I can start to build this rental portfolio via the Burr method now uh, because that's the position that almost all of us are in when we started as entrepreneurs. So I love that. So let's go to number three. This is a big one for you. I know you love this phrase, wealth creation. But it's even more than that. It's wealth creation that's, that's not taxable. Talk about yeah. why you love this and maybe explain it a little bit for some I, I this, is, this might be my favorite one. I think it is. That's I why mean, I said it. I, like, I like light up. The, thing. the <laughs> cash flow, like who doesn't want financial freedom? You, you need cash flow to do that, right? You, you need income to pay your bills. And my bills right now are maybe about seven grand a month. Which might be, you know, triple what some people's is, but some people may be listening and being like, that's nothing, right? It's all relative. But if you're bringing in 18 grand a month, that's 10,000, 11,000 extra on top, right? But the great thing about the wealth creation, sorry to go off on that tangent there. The great thing about the wealth creation is it's non taxed, right? So about three years ago, I kind of had an epiphany and I was like, you know what? The more money I make, the more money I have to give Uncle Sam. And that's everybody. I'm not special. That's just, you know, it's just the way that it is. So I just started thinking like, man, you know, to get wealthy, not just try to, you know, get rich temporarily. Rich, in my opinion, is temporary. Wealth is long-term, right? To be able to create wealth and to do it without already having a lot of wealth, this is such an amazing strategy. So whenever we go out and we buy a property, a rental property, and we use the Burr method specifically, and we don't have any of our own money or very little of our money in it in the end, we have essentially used the equity that we captured in the deal as the down payment. So that's how we're able to acquire it. But here's the coolest part about this. That equity that we captured is wealth, right? You can cash out on that if need be. You can also borrow against that if need be. I said, and that's the leverage piece that you were talking about earlier. 
yeah, you can leverage against your equity. You can sell the property. You can get a line of credit. You can refinance it. There's so many different ways to leverage against it, right? But here's the thing. When you create equity, you capture equity, you are creating wealth. And here's the best part. You're not taxed when you create wealth, Chris. You are only taxed when you create income or earn income or or I like to say create it because I all my most of my income is passive, right? At this point, or I'm that's the goal at least. So just to kind of wrap up the wealth with a with a funny little thing, right? So most people, when you ask them, how much do you think you pay the government in taxes? Well, most people are gonna probably say, oh, 30, 35, you know, maybe 40%. And that's gonna depend obviously on your tax bracket, but that's really where it stops. People don't really think beyond that. And they're not wrong, but they're not right. And here's why. You are taxed when you earn the money, somewhere between you know 30 and 40%. But then you spend that money on a house, a plane, a boat, an RV. You have to pay a tax every year to own that piece of property, right? So you're taxed in perpetuity on the, on the things that you use the money to buy with. And then when you go into the grocery store and get your groceries, or you go to the gas station and get your gas, you pay sales tax. Right. I don't know about you, but I pay about 10% in sales tax. And there's additional taxes that you have to pay. So at the end of the day, the effective rate that we all pay in taxes is over half. It's probably yeah. even closer to 60%. 60%. Oh my goodness. It is crazy, right? So what would you rather have? Would you rather have 200 grand worth of income that you get to keep 80% or 80 grand of? Or would you have 200 grand worth of equity capture that you get to keep 200, 200 grand yeah. of? You don't have to pay one penny, not one nickel, not one dollar, not anything in taxes on this wealth creation. And again, you can leverage and borrow against that wealth down the road. And the cool thing about, and that's kind of a little bit more of a 2.0, of course, you know, a little bit more advanced. But dude, but it's, whenever it's I, it's a great yeah, but when I borrow against a property, that right there is an income. It's debt. So there's no tax. So just wealth in general, it's my favorite thing. And it's not because I'm cheap. It's because I'm smart in a way that I know that the biggest expense for every one of these listeners right now is taxes, like it or not, period. So what can we do to minimize or in some cases reduce it? Rental property. Wealth creation is my favorite thing when it comes to the rental property. Number three. You just gave came with a punch. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's go to number four. Appreciation, as you say, is the icing on the cake when it comes to this whole rental portfolio burr method that you're teaching. Talk a little bit about that. I love this. All right, so appreciation is icing on the cake. And what I mean by that is I never buy a property to bank on it appreciating in the short term to make a profit. And instead, I just, it's icing on the cake for me. I don't factor in appreciation in any of my formulas or when I'm doing due diligence. To me, it's icing on the cake. So what is appreciation? Appreciation is when you own a piece of property and over time, the cost of all of the properties go up in cost, right? The value of those properties goes up. And typically what you're going to see is the appreciation is going to typically be at or above what inflation is. And inflation over the last years has been higher than normal. So also the, the value of all of the real estate is appreciating a little faster. Now, again, I don't bank on it, 
But here's a quick little statistic, right? From 1968 to 2004, it was a 36-year period, we saw an average of 6.5% appreciation every single year, right? Some years more, some years less. Some years, it, they won't appreciate, right? If you have a, a dip or something like that. But the great thing about appreciation is if you have a long-term mindset, which I challenge everybody listening to just think about for a minute. Don't think about next, you know, six months from now or, or even a year or two. Think five, 10, 15 years out, right? Over that amount of time, it's almost guaranteed that the cost of real estate is going to be more, especially with the way that we have inflation going right now. So again, don't bank on it. I don't. I don't suggest you do. But if you have a long-term mindset, the value of your properties will increase. Yeah. And dude, that's a nice kicker to this whole methodology. You're right. It's, it's the icing on the cake. It's just one more reason, really one more kind of stamp on why this is a great strategy for building long-term wealth. Absolutely. So let's bring it home with number five. There are a lot of tax benefits when it comes to owning rental properties that put more money in your pocket. Bottom That's right. Line. That's exactly Touch a little right. bit on this because this is huge. The ability to write things off. Yeah. So it. I talked a little bit about you know, how when you create equity, that it's tax-free, right? It's not income, it's wealth. And that's part of the tax benefits, right? But there's more, right? So whenever you own a rental a piece of real estate that's a rental property, you can't really do this with your primary residence, but any property that isn't your primary residence that's rented out or focused on as a rental property, you can depreciate that property. Now, this is just a tax term, right? And what that means is you can basically write off about 127th of the value of the structure. Now you have to discount the land, neither here nor there, but regardless, let's say you have you know, a property that's a $100,000 property, right? You can write off roughly about two grand, and that's not the exact math, I'm just using simple numbers here, on your taxes. So that's basically a phantom expense Right, so you have your income, you have your expenses, and they net out a number, and that's what you pay your taxes on. Well, you can increase your expenses without actually having to spend money because you own this real estate. So the reason that you get this tax benefit called depreciation is because the government wants to incentivize any investor that is providing housing to the nation, right? To your fellow American, they want to yeah. incentivize you. So they figure, hey, if you're renting out this property, you're going to have wear and tear, right? right? So they basically say, hey, we're going to reduce your taxable amount because you're going to, you may or may not have to spend money to fix these properties up over time. And we're really good about making the tenants cover all of those expenses so we don't have to come out of pocket. Now you may from time to time, but ideally you don't, but you still get to write those off that depreciation off. So the cool thing is, is if you're a part-time investor, the appreciation will offset the income that you are making on the property. But if you are a full-time investor, Chris, the depreciation will actually offset any and all of your income. Yeah. It's amazing. Huge. The tax yeah. benefits are huge, That's right? Amazing. So I barely pay any taxes. I don't even really understand how it's, it's legal. And I don't even necessarily agree with it being like, you know, super, super fair, but it's the rules. It's the law. So I'm playing the game like the way the game 
is supposed to be played the way that the wealthy those rules to your the way the wealthy play this game. Yeah. Yeah. So, and again, I love it. I'm not going to stop. Right. I'm not trying to tell them to change the rules, of course, but it is a little unfair when you have somebody working at, you know, a fast food restaurant or just anywhere. Right. And they're grinding, they're working really hard and the government's taking 50% of their money. And we can think, you know, use our brains and we can be smart and we can get into assets and investments that essentially reduce the amount of taxes so where we're able to keep more of it. So it's just, it's just such all of these combined are just so amazing. Love it. Love it. So let me recap these for the listeners today. Number one, rental portfolio, rental properties, the Burr method, create passive income that gets you off the transaction, uh, transaction treadmill. Number two, you're able to gain leverage to expedite your growth. Number three, it provides wealth creation that's not taxable. Mm-hmm. Number four, of course, appreciation, which you call the icing on the cake. And number five, tax benefits that put more money in your pocket. So David, those are the five things as we talked about that you personally love most about this strategy, which is awesome. So let's transition here. You are now a coach with Whole Selling Inc. We're so excited to have you. People are listening. They're like, man, I've been waiting for this. You might've been the person that, you know, Posted this in a Facebook group for Wholesaling Inc. Or, or mentioned it to one of us as coaches. We're listening to you guys as an audience. But for those listening, what differentiates this program, David? What differentiates you as a coach? Because there's two parts to it that make a great coaching experience. Number one, the coach is providing great content. And number two, the coach themselves. Those are the two things that determine this experience. So what are your differentiators? Why should Love someone it. jump on board with David Dodge to learn this process? Yeah, I love it, man. So here's the thing. Like you said in the very beginning, student first, I'm financially free and I'm just going to keep growing. But I want to try to help as many people as I possibly can quit their job and also become financially free. Or maybe they're already a full-time investor, but they're on that transaction treadmill. You know, With rental properties specifically using the Burr method, you, it's super scalable, right? And I just want to help as many people as possible, Chris. So in my program, BurrMethodMastery.com, it's going to forge you over to Wholesaling Inc.'s website where you can learn more. But it's not necessarily for people that you know are looking to just use the Burr Method. That's obviously part of it, right? But if you don't own a rental and you want one, we'll help you with that too, right? The Burr Method is such an amazing method because it's scalable and it's simple, right? It's so... It's so scalable. You can do this method with 15 or 50 properties at the same time. Or if you want to do one, that's fine too. Now, I go above and beyond to help all of my students. I put them first. And I don't just do one call a week, Chris. I don't think that's quite enough personally. I do two calls a week with my students. And additionally, I let them come to my meetings that I have with my acquisitions guy and my dispositions guy. You told me about this. They can pop into my entire team. So we do this twice a week and I allow my students to be a fly on the wall, right? So watch your business, how it's operating, how how it's operating. What's good that day on the wins? What's the struggle and the challenge for that day? That's, so that's exactly like right. In your office. So, and, and we're not just landlords and, Bur, you know, Burr Method is really just a strategy that you can use to acquire a lot of assets very rapidly with little to none of your own money. Right. But again, 
we also do wholesaling. We also do fix and flip. We also love buying rental properties. So the great thing is, is they can be a fly on the wall and they can see the entire business. So at any given time, we have a couple wholesales going. At any given time, we're in the process of buying a couple properties. And sometimes there's headaches, but you can learn a ton from that. And then at any given time, I have anywhere from 10 to 20 rehabs going. And we've talked through each one of these, what's going on. So if you, know, if you follow along, you can learn a ton with what's happening. And sometimes there's headaches and hiccups and, and we talk about those and you can learn a ton from those. And then there's property management, right? And sometimes a property you know, will rent right away. Other times we may have you know, some challenges there and you can learn a ton from that. And then last but not least is dealing with the banks and pushing these properties through. And there's certain things that you want to stay away from. And there's certain things that you want to do and can do to make this process even more simple for you, right? And we cover all of that, but we essentially allow anybody and everybody that's a student to come in and be a fly on the wall and actually take part in our meeting. And then directly after that, we open it up for education for on, a, on a particular topic or just general Q&A for anybody that has questions about what we're doing in our business, but more importantly, what they're having struggles with in their business. I love it. And I'm just going to speak on behalf of David, because David, I know you well. Um, and we spent a lot of time together. We traveled around the world. We've been down to Costa Rica together. We've been on some fun adventures, flying uh, fighter jets, uh, shooting tanks. I was there when David shot his first flamethrower. That's right. <laughs> Almost set his feet on fire. I think he like the flux alarm or something crazy. I can remember. But I know David, but here's what I'm going to say, man. David is the real deal. You'll be hard pressed to find someone that is more genuine who is more sincere. And I got to be honest with you, he's a super motivator. Uh, that is his superpower. David is the person you get around. And when you're done, you feel better about yourself and you feel like you can go conquer the world. And I feel personally that that's how a coach should make you feel. And uh, he has been that before he was ever a coach. And I, in my opinion, it's what makes him such an exceptional coach. So David, we're excited for you to be a part of the tribe and for the rest of you guys listening, if you're interested, you just want to begin by asking questions. As always, book a call, do your due diligence, but you can go to burrmethodmastery.com. That's B-R-R-R methodmastery.com. Book a call and David Dodge can help you do either your first deal on a rental portfolio or your first rental property or number two, he can help you elevate your game, either one. So he's here to help for both. So David, thank you so much for coming on today. We appreciate you. And man, look forward to you helping a lot of students, man. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate you, man. Awesome. And to the rest of you guys, as always, thank you so much for joining us. And we will catch you soon when we add more value. Talk to you later. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.